Welcome to Quarantine Campfire, everyone. I'm Mikey Lott, and without further ado, let's get started. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about this week, and I was watching the Joe Rogan experience since today he had Quentin Tarantino on as a guest. And, you know, being a cinephile and a film nerd, I'm totally all over that. And they were talking about, I don't think cancel culture directly, but they were talking about kind of the the political and cultural situation in Hollywood right now. And so Joe brought up Superbad and how he watched that recently and how he doesn't believe that you can really make a movie like that nowadays because of political correctness, because of social justice and all that. And Tarantino, interestingly enough, brought up the perspective of self-fulfilling prophecy, right? And the idea of if you think there's a problem, there's a problem. And I thought that was so powerful and it was just so fitting for me at that, or it was just so fitting at the right time because the stories we tell ourselves are probably one of the most important things that we can ever do because the stories that we tell ourselves determine what we allow and restrict ourselves from doing. And this is a really, really fun topic for me because I'm a huge fan of something called neuro-linguistic programming. And this is basically where you assign thoughts, information, ideas, abstract concepts, all that jazz to experiences and events. And it determines your perception of those experiences and events. Like a great example of this would be like um, putting your hand on a hot stove, right? When you do that, number one, it sucks. And number two, you now have that information and that, the, that emotion to assign to that experience and events. So the next time you see a red hot oven or a red hot anything, your mind immediately associates that pain to that event. And you can make a rational decision based off of that, right? That's neuro-linguistic programming. And a lot of therapists and coaches and hypnotists and people uh, in that field, just across the board, use that to help redirect people's thoughts and perceptions of things. And usually it's a little bit more of, it helps us a little bit more of an eye opener. It helps people see things in a different light. And as a result, they're able to make different and at least with the intention, better results because of that. And so this is what I mean by it's important to really take a look at the stories that we tell ourselves because that also means that we can change the stories that we tell ourselves. And the stories that we tell ourselves dictate who we are in a way. And I know for me, this has helped quite a bit with my addiction. So I have 
struggle with an addiction and pornography since I was 12. And it's weird seeing that I turned 24 a week and a half ago. It's weird to say that now I've officially uh, struggled with this addiction for half my life. But the toughest part with this addiction wasn't just the dopamine spikes. It wasn't the oxytocin and the serotonin and, you know, all the stuff that people say to scare you out of doing it. It was the story that I was telling myself because I have this addiction, right? For starters, I was telling myself, I have a porn addiction, therefore I'm an addict. And as a result, I started assigning that to who I was. And when you assign that, when you, when you assign things to who you are, you start acting in accordance to that. And so when I would tell myself I'm an addict, there was immediately this idea of if I'm not an addict, then I'm not. If I'm Mikey Lott, then it only makes sense that I'm an addict. And so I would keep acting upon it more and more and more. And what sucks about this kind of addiction is when I wasn't partaking in it, I always felt lonely. I felt inadequate. I felt weak. I felt super self-conscious. And as a result of that, I started adding those feelings into my story and my self-identity. So then it was, if I'm Mikey Lott, then I'm lonely, I'm inadequate, and I'm weak. And I would just spiral back again into the addiction. And you also start discovering this too when you start rewriting your own story, but the outside world has so much influence on you. It's it's insane. And sometimes it's kind of sad. I mean, well, I mean, on a more positive note, look at how much the, how much Quentin Tarantino appearing on a podcast influenced me. Like that's a, that's a very loose version of how the outside world can influence you. But for me, there was a lot of influence in, um, my religious upbringing because the church that I grew up in porn was very much a sinful thing to do. And if you know anything about the religion I grew up in, I I grew up Mormon. Uh, They are very family oriented. And (laughs) porn is not a very family friendly thing. And so there was immediate, so there's always like, so the Mormon church is very, very anti-porn for that reason. But a family oriented religion that, hates porn and thinks porn is sin as a member of that church. And as an addict of porn, that did not bode well for my story because then I started telling myself I'm a sinner. I will never have a happy family. I will never have a family to begin with. I'll never have a, a, let alone a marriage. And so then as a result, I started assigning those to my identity and those to my stories So subconsciously, I was saying, if I'm Mikey Lott, then I'm a sinner and I won't have a family of my own or a happy marriage. 
if I have a, if I have those things, if I have a family, if I have a happy marriage, then I cease to be Mikey Lott. And that's a really disheartening thing. Now, I, I didn't wake up every morning like, ah, time for my affirmations. If I'm a sinner, then I'm Mikey Lott. You know, it, it wasn't that. It was the actions that really reflected that. Because I would start feeling like, I, I would start feeling really, really negative feelings and feeling really down on myself. And I thought the only thing I have going for me is this addiction. So I would partake in that more and more and more and more, and it would get worse and worse and worse. And so when I was doing a little bit more research on NLP, that that helps so much because one of the cool things about really doing neuro-linguistic programming on yourself is you learn to distance yourself from the stories you tell. So that way you can get kind of, uh, you can get a more objective view of what you're telling yourself. So um, for example, let's, God, I really added a lot in just a few minutes. Um, let's take the lonely inadequate weak combo, right? When I discovered neurolinguistic programming and how the stories we tell ourselves really influence ourselves, uh, really influence us. That's when I was saying, Oh, I'm, I'm actually not lonely and inadequate and weak. Those are just things that I've added to my story that, that determine what kind of person I am. So now I was able to say, actually, the reality is I'm not lonely and weak and inadequate. What's actually happening, and this is the story I tell myself, is I partake in something that gives me long-term feelings of loneliness inadequacy and weakness. And so I want to really, I run, I really want to bring this distinction home because by distancing myself from those emotions and those feelings, and by not assigning them to my identity, I'm able to say, okay, these are things that I experience, but that's not who I am because that's not who I choose to be because that's not the story that I tell myself anymore. That changes everything, right? So now, I, so now I don't tell myself if I'm Mikey Lot, then I'm a sinner. What I tell myself is I'm Mikey Lot, and I had a religious upbringing that really, really frowned upon the thing that I was addicted to. See the difference? I don't tell myself anymore. I'm Mikey Lott, and because I'm an addict, I will have a horrible, uh, a horrible family life and a bad marriage. What I tell myself is, I'm Mikey Lott, and because I just so happen to struggle with this thing, I, I need to be more conscious about my relationships. And because part of my story is now awareness then I can choose to tack on 
I Mikey lot, and because I struggle with this, I choose to be a good family man. I choose to be a devoted spouse, consciously aware that this is something that I'll struggle with. Right? If you think there's a problem, then there's a problem. If you assign this to who you are, then that's who you are. And it can influence so many things about you that you won't even realize until it's too late. And so that being said, I don't want this to be seen as this is the episode where I cure addictions. It's not, this is not 12 steps in 12 minutes. This is just helping people realize that one of the most important things about dealing with problems and demons and you know demons of your own and all that is specifically, first and foremost, going after the stories that you tell yourself. And, you know, this stuff doesn't end the first time around either. Like one of my favorite examples of that is it's in um, Tony Robbins's book, Awaken the Giant Within, which I've read. Uh, I read about a month ago and I absolutely love this book. It's actually a really great intro uh, to NLP. If you guys are interested in finding some literature about it, um, I would recommend Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And in it, I tried to find this uh, part of the book, but I couldn't before I recorded. But in it, he talks about this guy who came up to him during one of his seminars. He said, hey, do you remember me? I was your client five years ago. You helped me with my smoking problem. And he holds up a pack of cigarettes, right? And just before Tony Robbins goes, oh, I remember you. How have you been? The guy throws the pack of cigarettes in his face and says, it didn't do crap. I am still smoking. Two years after we worked together, I started smoking again. And now I'm a chain smoker. And this is the worst it's ever been. One of the things that Tony Robbins points out is it doesn't, this stuff doesn't stop, right? Like that's the thing with addictions. Like they never really go away. You just get stronger and you learn to overcome them, which is kind of cool. Not to say that addictions are cool and that you need addictions, but learning to overcome addictions is awesome. But imagine what kind of story he was telling himself, right? Because for a while, he was probably telling himself, I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke anymore. Therefore, my life is great, right? And then I, I can't remember the details of it, but maybe he got a whiff of secondhand smoke. He saw someone taking a smoke break in a parking lot, in a parking garage, you know. And then suddenly he gets that puff. And I would bet good money that he immediately started telling himself, I was actually a smoker the whole time. I wasted money. I did this. I did that. And as a result, I'm a failure. Those were a lot of the feelings that I was experiencing when I would do really, really well. And I would stay away from porn for a long time. 
and then I would relapse, right? I would immediately tell you're stagnant, nothing you did actually worked, it just prolonged the inevitable, you're a failure, and as a result, those stories were being added, and that was those were being added to my story, and it made the whole situation worse. And so for anybody who's struggling with an addiction or for anybody who's struggling with their their own story and the way that they perceive themselves, I think one of the biggest things for me that I've learned with all this is be honest, be open, and be reasonable. And being honest to me is like the example of you're not lonely, you're just feeling and experiencing loneliness, right? That to me would be an example. And for me, what I mean by be open is one of the things that I find to be so powerful about the stories that we tell ourselves is when we share them with others and we allow others to kind of get an idea of what's going on in our heads and hopefully they can use that information to interpret their own stories. Like for me, one of, I think for me, the two biggest champions um, with porn addiction have been Terry Crews and Theo Vaughn, especially um, because they're very open about their porn addictions and how they're overcoming them. And as a result, it made me feel like, Oh, they're making a goal to overcome this. Therefore, I can do the same thing, right? They added They added that to their story and they replaced all the negativity with that in their story. Therefore, I can do the same thing with my story. And what I mean by be reasonable is sometimes you're going to be prone to relapse, but... Don't tell yourself you're an addict. Don't tell yourself you're a failure. Just look at that and say, you know what? (sighs) This is something that I'm struggling with, and it's something that I'm prone to doing. And I happen to experience it again. But that doesn't mean that now I have to reassign all those things to my story. It just means I need to be realistic with myself and reason with myself. What do I want to do from here? What's the story I want to tell? What's the story I'm telling myself right now? And for me, that story is, this is something that I struggle with, but it's something that I choose to overcome. And for anybody struggling with whatever demons you've got, because we all have demons, we all have pain, no matter what, be, be merciful with yourself in the stories that you tell yourself. Be honest, be open. <laughs> if you want, the only person who will ever hear your story is you.
So be as open as you like. And just be reasonable. Because I don't believe that telling yourself a fantasy will get rid of another fantasy. Ground it in reality. Ground the stories that you tell yourself in reality. It makes the experience a lot better. All right. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I will see you in the next one. And I, I genuinely hope that this episode reaches the people that it needs to. And if you know people, spread the word. This is, again, this is not, this is not 20 minute rehab, but hopefully it's of some help. So once again, thanks everyone. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy.